stuff. Let's just get some of these alerts off so I can see. There we go. That's awesome. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, the first Monday of 2022. I hope you all had a great weekend, but good morning, everyone. This is Carol, so aka Naughty Boss, live with you. This does. Good morning, everyone. It is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, trying to multitask here. I'm such a good multitasker most of the time. You know, there are so many firsts. Um, you know, last week I was chatting about, and I believe it was Monday, how, you know, the end of 2021, the end of any year seems to get a bad rap. It's like, oh my God, I can't wait for this to be over. So now we're in the new year and <laughs> there are a lot of firsts in the new year. You know, there's so many firsts. The first Monday, the, you know, obviously yesterday you know, and the day before, the first weekend, first Saturday, the first Sunday. And Monday, <laughs> as we all know, is typically the first working day, but it is not the first day of the week. So what, I guess the question would be, what is a first for you, or maybe it's a goal in the back of your mind that you want to achieve. We would love to hear from you. Carol Sue, take it away. Yeah, I mean, it really is a lot of people. I hate the word uh, resolution because um, it, 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 to me, it's almost like there's no resolve from from where you were that you have to make this new declaration and we should always have the declaration that we want to improve we should always have that declaration that we want to do better uh transform our life in some way shape or form whether it's with health and wellness our mindset with our gut health with our fitness health with our attitude uh knowing that one of the basic pieces to having a healthy lifestyle healthy mindset is understanding what we preach and what we preached all through 2021 was we are all perfectly imperfect. We're just imperfect. We're perfectly made that way. We're not supposed to be perfect, number one. But number two, we're not in control of necessarily the things that are going on around us, but we are in control of our action and our reaction. So typically, obviously, when you get through that holiday season, Everyone is on the bandwagon of changing themselves, getting the weight loss. I'll wait till next Monday. I'll wait till, you know, whatever. And, you know, I've been talking about this since September. Why wait till January 1st? Why wait till the Monday after January 1st, which a lot of people are doing now? Because usually January 1st, people, they're a tad tired. Uh, you know, they may partake in a great party or they've gone out or, you know, they just had this great meal and they splurged on everything. It was like, the, it's like the last splurge. And then all of a sudden, uh, January 2nd is the purge, the detox. Um, and my mindset is really changed from that, that I really, you have to practice it. Like you said, healthy doesn't take a vacation. So rather than coming off of this new year, a first for me, coming from the old into the new was while I am doing a transform transformation, I'm, I'm a contestant of the ultimate thriver. I had already started the, the work beforehand, meaning my mindset was already there. I didn't go into the holidays thinking I'm going to eat whatever I want because 
I'll get to it later. I'll get to it, you know, January 1st, but theoretically I'm not going to do it January 1st because, you know, I'm going to be relaxing. I'm going to be recovering. So I'm not going to get it to January 2nd, January 3rd. I already had the mindset to set myself up for success, still enjoying the holiday, but knowing that I was going to uh, eat lighter, uh, not to deprive myself, but just make better choices. And because of that, I have a first which is probably the first in 10 years that I actually gained 2.2 pounds over the holiday. And when I say over the holiday, I'm talking about from October 31st to January 1st, I gained 2.2 pounds. That's it. Um, I had some fluctuation of, you know, loss, little gain, loss, little gain uh, around the holiday, which is very typical of anyone that is really mindful of what they're consuming. But that is a first for me. It's usually six pounds, seven pounds, 10 pounds, somewhere in that time frame. I've never gone over 10, uh, but it's always been in that. So for me, two point, gaining 2.2 pounds is a win. <laughs> I'm going well, out and win. Right. And here's the thing, too. Um, you know, what's that gain? Do you know the stats on that? Like, does your... Like, did you maybe gain a little muscle mass or? I could, I, I, and I could have, I, my scale does do all that stuff, but I don't think I've set it up correctly. And I only, I don't focus in on all of that because my mindset is not even about the muscle mass versus the fat and all that. My mindset's always been, what do I feel like? How do I feel like fit in my clothes? So that's what I gear everything towards and even with, and it would probably sell that it, there is some a little bit more muscle mass because my arms are finally, I'm starting to see some of the squishy go away, uh, which is my, my big problem area. I've talked about that all year long, and that's one of the things that I'm really focused on. However, uh, I did notice, you know, some, some things that I wore are, are loose, even with the 2.2 pounds um, looser in the waist looser in the arms. So it could be that, yes, I am exchanging that fat for, for, for muscle mass. So that could very well be, but I'm still looking at it as, you know, I decided this year I wasn't going to wait like most Americans do. So you're not at fault. It, it, it really is part of social media. It's part of commercialism of, you're going to notice, you know, you know, all the, the diet, uh, commercials are coming out. Uh, you can see them nitpicking at each other. I actually saw one that was for uh, Nutrisystem, you know, oh, you know, and, and, and rightfully so. They've been in existence for a while. They're very successful. But I was cracking up because so many people rely on apps and, and this because of their lifestyle, their, their you know, busy schedules. So she said, well, all these ones are changing with apps and this and that and blah, blah, blah. You know, we're still you know, doing, we're very successful at what we do at people losing weight. And it, it's a matter of, you know, find your groove because what my groove may be, may be different from your groove. And there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously I always preach gut health first because science, science shows us, although some people just don't like to look at science, science does show us that we cannot scientifically get in all the nutritional items uh, meeting nutrition to fulfill all of our different systems within our body. 
with food alone. It's impossible. We would be eating huge meals all the time. And it's just, it's impossible. So you do have to use supplementation. Supplementation is important. And I've tried many supplementations over my lifetime. For me, the big key piece was simplicity. Was there a way that I could get the maximum amount of vitamins, supplements, probiotics, prebiotics, whatever in my body without, you know, traveling with 5,000 bottles? That was my issue. And I found a product that does do that. Now I was doing uh, Thrive for, for five plus years and I needed to do a total reset with my gut health and with my, my brain. And what I, I contemplated was, and it's not just with the Thrive product, it's with other people that do other nutritional products. So many, still so many overweight people uh, in the health and wellness and nutritional industry. And I thought, why is that? And it dawned on me when I went through my own uh, health reevaluation of where I was, the disconnect is practicing the lifestyle with the nutritional program. So in other words, you don't want to make your nutritional program work harder. You want to partner with it. And so many people, sadly, it doesn't register in their mind. And I get that. I did that for the longest time. So I, I totally appreciate that. But if we're relying solely on a nutritional program to get us healthy, we're missing the boat. And I was missing the boat because I was doing, you know, my three steps every single day. And once I realized I had to do a total cleanse, a total detox. Now we have a lot of detoxes that are seven days, 10 days, um, 24 hours. I mean, a lot of people do di different detox. But I needed my my body to, when I say a total reset, it was like totally three months off of everything, get reevaluated with the doctor, see where, where I was lacking, and then really understanding nutrition from a different perspective that if I'm not matching my lifestyle, meaning the foods that I choose to eat and matching it with a nutritional program so they work partnered. And that is why, you know, I was discouraged. I would see so many you know, you go on these lifestyle getaways and I think I, I was seeing so many overweight people on them. You know, you're doing a nutritional program, yet you're overweight. Where's the disconnect? And when I kind of really watched and observed and also even noticed some of my own habits, I said, that's the missing link. If we're not matching the two together and having them partner together, you're not going to be successful. You might have some, some successes. So I'm not saying you're not going to have any but to truly make that lifestyle change, that mindset change, you have to like really, really evaluate. So that is really what I did from, I want to say from May to like August, you know, I uh, tried many different products, seeing, you know, maybe beside a reset, sometimes you get your body just gets kind of used to a product, whatever it is. That wasn't the issue. The issue was I truly wasn't changing what I needed to change in order for the lifestyle and the nutrition to work together and partner with each other. Yeah, the and, and that's the part, the partnering part, which is um, having been that that myself is very difficult. It's really taking that time to observe, to be um, <clears throat> gentle to yourself, gentle and kind with yourself, but being. Brutally um, honest with yourself to 
look at your habits. Now, and that's not easy. I mean, let's be real. You know, we can all make excuses. We could all say, oh, it's the holidays. Oh, it was my birthday. Oh, you know, it was a wedding. Um, and you kind of use that same analogy to get back in shape or take those pounds off. We're always making up excuses of why we either have to, the two, two ways. We're using excuses why we gain weight. And then we're also using or, or got unhealthy. And we're also using excuses why we need to lose it. Throw the excuses out. Don't you think, Jim? Yeah, you throw them out. Look at it brutally honest. And, and what I mean by that is <laughs> journal out. And let me back up a little bit. When you endeavor to start this where you're, you're looking at your habits, brutally honest with yourself for three to seven days, I definitely would, <coughs> excuse me, I definitely would recommend seven days you write everything out. In other words, what time you wake up, write out your whole day, write out what you eat, why you eat it. I, and trust me, when I, when I came up with this myself, I'm like, oh my God, do I really want to do this? Well, I knew that I needed, needed to do something totally different. Wasn't sure how to go about it, but I knew I had to change my ways. How was I going to change my ways? If I'm doing things the same and get it, not getting the same outcome, um, you know, there's a there's a, a slogan or something that goes with that, and it, it escapes me right at the, the moment. But <laughs> what happens is, is you you know you expect you expect the same thing to happen or the change to happen, but the but results not, are the same. Yeah, you're not like doing anything to support that. So it's really important for those seven days to write everything out. For instance, you know, a lot of us obviously working remotely um, for those who are not entrepreneurs, but they are working, they're homebound working, you know, in their home offices um, or making extra trips to the, uh, to the refrigerator or the cabinets, whatever, write it down, write it down. Were you hungry? Were you angry? Were you annoyed? And let me tell you, when you go back after that week and look at what you've written, again, being brutally honest with yourself. And I, I ran across the, my journal, I don't know, from a couple of years ago. And I wrote something like, God damn it, those goddamn freaking potato chips, blah, blah, blah. Like I wrote the, like a couple paragraphs on why I ate potato chips. But guess what? I was like, oh, can't be trusted around a bag of chips. Still can't to this day, I might add. But, <laughs> and I laughed at it. And I laughed at it in a way where I wasn't laughing at myself. I was laughing at, wow, like there is such a connection with me and potato chips. Goes back many years, I think, to when we were kids. But, you know, with that being said, I know I can't be trusted around a bag of chips. Therefore, I don't buy potato chips. I'm like, okay, no potato chips. Like you'll, you'll look at things in such a different way that will bring light to the situation. Like a light bulb will go off. You'll say, oh, wow. 1030. That's why I do that. 1030 every morning. I get a little hangry, but I'm reaching for chips or I'm reaching for cookies 
why don't I buy some some nice produce or even <laughs> um, like I love um, colorful vegetables. Sometimes I'll cut up some veggies in the morning, um, you know, maybe red peppers, green peppers, whatever. And opening that act of opening the refrigerator right in your sight line. And if you even within your refrigerator have to have your own little section where you're just focusing in on your sight line to let's say the right side of your refrigerator and there's there's your plate of veggies where you're not you're not gandering all around looking at what else is there like oh veggies really boring well well you know what i think that's part of the problem right there you hit the you hit the uh the hammer on the nail or nail on hammer or whatever the saying is a healthy lifestyle is not a punishment you know and i and i think a lot of people have you know issues with Oh, I don't want to diet like another diet. Well, guess what, folks? <laughs> we all diet. Diet is eating. We all eat. It's just whether you have a healthier lifestyle or not. And I think healthy, the word, the word healthy gets a bad rap. It doesn't mean you're depriving yourself. It doesn't mean we don't eat a cupcake every now and then. It doesn't mean we don't enjoy a strawberry shortcake. It doesn't mean we don't enjoy, uh, you know, a nice big juicy piece of steak, if steak, you know, if you eat meat or, uh, you know, a pizza, whatever. Uh, it's called moderation and it's called balance. And when you understand that balance, but, and the other key piece is your body talks to you. Have the conversation with your body. A lot of people don't have that conversation with your body. So if you're someone who has issues with eating dairy, I'm one of those people. What, what does that mean? Yeah, it could be that you're lactose intolerant, uh, just the way your, your digestive tract breaks down dairy. Um, and there is a really great, and I've talked about it before, a, a great movie on Netflix that talks about dairy. You might not want to eat dairy once you, after you see that. And that was my understanding when I actually digested what I was being uh, informed about. And really correlated that with how my body was telling me, you keep putting this stuff in your body, you're going to get the same result. You're going to be in the bathroom. It's not going to be pleasant. It's, you know, it, now granted, I'm pretty much dairy free now, but I can't control if I go to a restaurant. Obviously, they cook with butter. I use plant-based butter. There, uh, anything that's knowingly knows that has cheese, uh, if it comes at the meal or it's like on top of the meal, I scrape it off or I find other ways to say, hey, can you make it without the cheese? Ask the question to the server. Nine out of 10 times the chef will adapt that menu or that particular recipe uh, because they want to please the customers, right? They want to show that they have flexibility and they can re-navigate a recipe uh, for someone's you know, diet needs. So your body talks to you. So if you're having issues with dairy, and you're in the bathroom, I'll be honest, uh, fairly soon after you ate it, your body's telling you, you just can't eat dairy. Um, and no, it doesn't mean, oh, well, I just won't eat milk and butter, but, you know, I'll have that, you know, cheesecake. Well, no, it doesn't work that way. Dairy is dairy. The only difference with certain dairy, some are richer uh, types of dairy than others, just means you're going to be in the bathroom longer, folks. That's all it means. Uh, so you have to adjust that. Some other people like myself have issues with nuts and seeds because I've been diagnosed with diverticulitis. 
So why would I continue to eat? Now I can eat seeds if I ground them up to almost like a powder form, uh, then I can, can tolerate a little bit, uh, but I can't eat nuts anymore. It, you know, does that make me happy? Not necessarily, because there are a few things of, of nuts that I do like, but my body doesn't like it. So am I going to fight my body and be miserable? You know, you're going out, you're at someone's home and you, you know, you immediately get that stomach pain. That's not a pleasant thing. Uh, we got to go like, say goodbye. We got to go now because you want to get into your own bathroom. How many people can relate to that? Of course you can. Um, so you have to listen to what your body's telling you. And I think like you suggested, Jan, a journal to to also include your body's reaction because certain people have a reaction to nuts, uh, seeds, acidic, like I can't have any more. I mean, here I am in Florida, no more lemons, no more limes, no more oranges. My body cannot handle that type of acid anymore, that type of citrate acid. Doesn't mean that I can't maybe once in a while, I could try it probably on a very limited basis, but I'm not even to that point yet. So I'm not gonna put myself through that. I'm not gonna put myself through that kind of pain uh, in, in that case. It's not necessarily going to the bathroom. It's all the heartburn. It's all the acid reflux because I also have GERD. So now any, any acidic thing bothers that area and it splashes back up. Uh, that's why I was getting, I had a cough for about two weeks now that I've eliminated um, the acidic stuff and I'm taking uh, over-the-counter Prilosec, uh, which I don't like taking any kind of medication, but it does help it. But now I'm finding that I'm not even taking that as much anymore because I'm more mindful of it. But it doesn't mean that, you know, I may not have, you know, going out to a restaurant may have a recipe that may have a little of that. So I know that. So what I say is healthy doesn't mean you're punishing yourself or you're restricting yourself. You've just find out the things that your body can tolerate. I can still tolerate a, you know, a cupcake here and there. Now, obviously, is it made with, you know, milk? Could be, uh, you know, is there sugar in it? I got to be mindful of that. Of course there is. So maybe if I get a cupcake, I'll say, you know, and actually I have one. Uh, I have not tried it from New Year's. I'm still waiting. Um, you know, I might have a slice of it. So I'm still getting to enjoy it. I'm just not eating the whole thing all at once. So that's what we're talking about, being mindful of what you're putting in your body. If your body's not reacting well, you got you to gotta pull away from that kind of food. But don't think it's a punishment. To give you an example, now I'm not a huge cream cheese eater, um, but because I'm not doing dairy and I'm doing uh, vegan for any kind of cheese and or cream cheese, whatever, if I need it for a recipe, uh, to me, it doesn't taste any different. I tried it. Uh, also, I have the uh, shaker with Parmesan cheese, which is vegan style, so it's dairy free. I don't notice a difference when I put it on, you know, anything that I'm eating that I would like, a, you know, a little Parmesan on. They also have the uh, shredded shredder, sh sh bleh, shredded cheddar, shredded mutz, still melts up. I don't know a difference. What I do notice, which I have to be mindful of, is the sodium, because a lot of vegan products have higher sodium. So I, I'm mindful of that. So even what they say for what they are serving is, I even cut that, because I also have to be wary of sodium. So I've got a lot of different things going on. But believe me, I am eating good. I am eating healthy and it's delicious. So I think healthy food sometimes gets a bad rap. Oh, I think it does get a bad rap. And and obviously a lot of people know that I'm um, gluten-free because um, I have a non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So when I initially found that out, I was a go, you know, gluten-free section. 
you know, oh, I can get this and this. And, and obviously being a health coach and, you know, former um, personal trainer, you know, I, I read the labels and I'm like, holy shit, stuff. this has got a lot of sodium in it or right. a lot of sugar. And by the way, four grams of sugar equals one teaspoon. So if you look, if you're reading a package and let's say it's a box of cookies and a serving is three cookies and they say that the uh, there's 24 grams of sugar, that's six teaspoons of sugar. Not good. And a lot of people don't do that equation because, and let's face it, manufacturers are very clever on how they package things and how they write things. So I think that's a great tip, Jan. Right. And by the way, um, Carol Sue doesn't even know this. Uh, we are working on a two sisters journal, um, which I hope to have ready in the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, so that will kind of help you navigate through what we were chatting about. And <laughs> again, it's about maybe not looking at, at it, your healthy or your wellness as, oh my God, uh, you know, it's new year. I got to go on another diet, you know, diet. Everybody knows I, I have a, I have a problem with that word in general. Um, and that's, uh, for me, it kind of is a, it's like a negative connotation for me. So with that being said, for me, it was, you know, looking at my overall wellness and I'm like, okay, I need to change my lifestyle. So for me, I focus on, um, I'm going to create my own lifestyle journey. Lo and behold, 130 pounds or whatever later, bye-bye 130 pounds. <clears throat> I, I was very heavy um, and we're not going to get into all that, but my reason for telling you that is you can look at something within yourself objectively and be subjective in your outcome. If you're going to be subjective in your outcome, you need to change your outlook. Oh, absolutely. And that kind of goes with, you know, we're not in control of a lot of things, but we are in control of how we act and how we react. And if you know that your body's having issues with certain food groups, avoid them. You know, do yourself a favor. There are other substitutes uh, that can either mimic and or uh, are just as enjoyable. And you find you find that groove. And I think, you know, journaling, you know, what you can tolerate and what you're not. And I think a lot of people just, you know, I think the common line I hear most people say when I know they're having an allergic reaction, that's what it is. You have an allergic reaction to that food group. Food poisoning. Oh my God. I went out to this restaurant last night. I had a double, 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 double chocolate fudge with hot fudge and whipped cream. I think the sour cream was, I think that the whipped cream was bad. I got, I got food poisoning. No, your body's probably, that was probably too rich for your body. And I'm not saying that some people don't get food poisoning, of course, that, you know, that probably happens a lot more than not, but what happens a lot more than not is that, you know, think about it. How many times have you had that same item and you've had the same outcome? So it's because you're not listening to your body. So you have to be more mindful of, you know, you know, what I do, and what I don't do. And, uh, you know, now that I'm on this, you know, third day of, being a contestant and, and journaling everything from start to finish, like keeping track of my water, 
I weigh myself every morning, uh, about mid-morning, and I try to do around the same time every day. I uh, get some fitness level in, although my fitness level is going to get uh, a little bit more intense this week, which I'm looking forward to, uh, along with getting back to pickleball, which I've been away from for a few weeks. So I'm super excited about that. And then journaling, you know, what I'm eating, keeping track of uh, I'm an intermittent faster. So I typically don't break fast until later in the day. So I'm, I'm going to be very structured with that. And, you know, I know that these 12 weeks, this, this uh, being a contestant is a 12 week process, you know, and I think of, you know, the whole point of me doing what I'm doing is to obviously better my health and wellness, but to be, uh, you know, a health and mindset coach and really share our journey and give you great tips on what works and what doesn't and offer uh, what we've been through. Well, you know, sometimes we need to go through our own transformation and share that journey with you. Um, the pitfalls and all, you know, the struggles and all. Like it today wasn't a good day. I, you know, maybe didn't get all my water in or so far so good. I'm on my third day and I've been getting in my water. Uh, my water intake is between 60 and 80 ounces. So I have anywhere in between that that my body can absorb. Some people are doing more water. My body can't. So again, I resonate and I'm listening to my body of what my body can do. You know, we always talk about we look different. Our insides are different. Our mindset is different. So obviously you can't be in a cookie, a cookie cutter type program that doesn't have flexibility that is going to resonate with what you need. Uh, because you are different. You're different from me. I'm different from you. So what, what works for me, you may, you know, you know, I'm going to share that, but it may not work for you. And guess what? That's okay. It's when we decide that we're going to listen to our body. And yes, it is the beginning of the new year. Uh, yes, you're typically, you're going to be over inundated with weight loss commercials. Block all that stuff out, even block off to a certain degree that it is the new year. Don't focus so much because I think when people start focusing that it's the new year and they've got to jump on this bandwagon, nine out of 10 times, if you fail, you just feel miserable about yourself. So don't even think of it that you're kind of doing it because it's a new year or even a new you. Just decide you're going to do it because you know you need to do it. And when you change that mindset, the... Uh, the, the little milestones you understand are true blessings and they're stepping stones for you to get to those bigger goals. And I think the pressure of that new year, new year, new you, uh, really weighs heavy on people's minds because they feel like, oh, I only lasted with this diet a week. I failed. I'm an epic failure. Well, there goes, there goes the whole year. No, don't do that. We don't want you to do that. And that's why I say, don't focus on the resolution. The resolution is, you know, it's 365 days of the year. The resolution is, am I going to come to terms that in order for, for me to have change in my life, to feel better, to not have inflammation, to get off these extra pounds, uh, and to really understand partnering and understanding not only nutrition with a lifestyle, but guess what? That also is partnering with uh kind of warding off viruses, germs, colds, flus. The healthier you are, that even if you were to get the virus or a virus or the flu, your body's going to respond better because it's already in a, a better shape to do that. It has nothing to do with your current numbers, has nothing to do with your current state. 
uh, except, you know, and this is a hard pill to swallow. If you are overweight, you have a worse chance of fighting it off than somebody that does not. It just is. It's not to make anyone feel bad that they're overweight, um, but people should, you know, they're so focused on the mandates and the mask and the shots and all this other garbage. Why don't you start focusing on what you're putting in your mouth and understanding that, you know what, you, we can't run from this virus, but if I was in a healthier state, my body was in a healthier state, if and when I do get it or exposed to it, I'll be able to fight it off that much better because I'm in a healthier state. And that's the disconnect. And those are things that are really, really paramount to, to understanding health and wellness. Uh, there's too many times where there's too many people lecturing others about what's going on in our country that have no business. Um, and, and, I, and I say that with the deepest respect. Uh, no one you know, wants to see somebody unhealthy. But please be mindful if you are uh, obese and overweight, you really have no, and, and, and it's hard to say that, I'm just going to say that as pleasantly as I can, you have no, um, you really shouldn't be lecturing other people uh, on a situation that has to do with health and wellness. What you should be doing is actually looking in the mirror and saying, what can I do to change the chances of me surviving and being healthier and being able to fight off this virus. And if I'm overweight, I'm a candidate because that, that virus is going to attack the lipids, the fat, all of that, and it's going to make your body work harder to recover where somebody leaner uh, has a better, better outlook than somebody that's overweight. That's just what it is, guys. It's not to make anyone feel bad about where they're at in their, in their health journey. But it's about time you have that conversation, not only with your body, but with yourself in the mirror. Absolutely. It's about making a change, a wellness lifestyle change, whether that's getting up in the morning, maybe a half an hour earlier, not picking up your digital device, but going to your TV or maybe it's your iPad, whatever it is, and going on YouTube. And when I say picking up your digital device, I mean not going on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, checking your social media. There's so many great things on there that do not cost you money. And a lot of your cable providers do have on-demand uh, fitness. So make sure you check out those different avenues. And maybe it's that first day of okay, maybe I'm going to take their advice, advice and wake up a half an hour earlier and just, you know, <laughs> maybe go into a different area of the house and look at YouTube for different things that you may be interested. Look on your um, cable providers channels and see what uh, fitness type of classes they may have on demand. And maybe it's just kind of mapping it out that first day. And then maybe the second day, okay, uh, I like this. Um, I follow Tracy Campoli on YouTube. Yeah, she's, she's excellent. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, so maybe it's getting up that next morning, the same time that you woke up the morning before and doing her, um, doing her video. 
So right, and it really, it really is. You know, there are avenues out there. You don't have to go. There's a lot of people don't like going to a gym. Like you love going to kickboxing. Some people don't like going to a gym. I'm one of them. Uh, but because I'm doing this transformation, you bet I've got some weight, and I got stretching bands. I got things and uh, workouts that I've got planned with online fitness uh, instructors because I don't like going to the gym. So I'm not going to get set up myself for failure. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym today, and then not happening so i'm realistic i'm very realistic of where uh, i know that i can get that workout in um and and having that conversation with myself to know that i'm not going to set myself up for failure uh so you know that's what we're encouraging you to do don't think of it about the whole new year's thing just say you know what and don't ever think new you no you don't want a new you you want a better you how about you know that's what you want you know you're you are fine the way you are. You just got to change up some things. So you want a better version of you, not a new you. I I, think. Oh, unless, unless you got some garbage you got to get rid of, I guess. <laughs> yeah, true. Which, well, we, that's another subject for another right. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, oh, that could be a long discussion. But, mm -hmm. you know, of apps and going to the gym, you know, obviously I love going to the studio. Um, I ha I've been actually doing virtual classes. Um, because of my sleeping schedule, which is starting to improve. So that's a good thing. But I also found. Um, really? Because your husband called this morning and said you're up at 4 a.m. Well, no, I actually got up at 5. I was up at oh. uh, 5.30 and I did a 6 o'clock class and a 6.30 oh, um, so that seems to be working for me and I'm sw switching it up because as much as I love kickboxing and I love my studio, I love my coaches that I love kickboxing, I'm be notice I'm becoming a little stagnant. So that means that I have to switch my, um, workout routine a little bit. So I came across this app called, um, OB, Obey or OB with the OBE. And there's like a little thing above the E. <laughs> um, okay. and by the way i have some free class passes so if anybody's interested let me know it was like a two dollars for two months or whatever but anyways i attended two live classes and of course they have uh, a whole slew of on-demand classes um yesterday i did two 10-minute classes let me tell you they kicked my ass it's exactly what i needed and there you go there's a 10-minute class that kicked your ass so, you know, the excuse, and that's why we talk about throw the excuses out, like I'll get to it next day, or I don't have time, or blah, blah, blah. Everyone's got to, everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. You don't have time? Well, let me tell you, get your planner out and schedule yourself because when you get up to your 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond, the whole point of you doing it when you're in your 20s, 30s, and 40s is that you've got some great longevity bases to get you through those senior years, the healthiest that you can. So it doesn't matter what age you're starting at. Even if you're, you've never done fitness in your life and you're in your 60s, there are things that you can do. And 10 minutes, everyone's got 10 minutes. Absolutely. So make it an excuse-proof zone. So we'll be sharing... Ooh, that could be a new um, segment, the excuse proof zone. Oh, I love that. EPZ. <laughs> and on so, that. <laughs> that's where we get our creativity. We just start chatting and things just pop up. They just keep popping and we're going to just keep popping up and popping in and popping out. 
And that's the way it is. I sound like Walter Conkright, one of the greats. Yeah, one of the greats. And on that note, my name is Janice, <laughs> excuse me, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, getting on my third day of Ultimate Thriver, working on my arms today. Uh, Going to be doing some of those apps that Jana talked about, and I already have a couple spe that specifies uh, the whole arm doing different arm exercises. That's what I'm working on today, along with some pickleball. As soon as the clouds clear up, we had a little rain this morning, but whatever your uh, Monday is going to look like, remember Monday mindset, you have to make sure that you're going at it, diving in with a positive mind, no restrictions, no excuses and saying, I can do this. And even, even if it's a 10 minute kick-ass routine, then give yourself a pat on the back, but have that right mindset to say, yeah, I'm done with the whole new year resolution thing, the whole new you thing. I'm just going to improve who I am and be a better version of myself. And with that note, we will see you tomorrow for a Triumph Tuesday. We're going to talk about a lot of triumphs that happened uh, coming out of 2021 and going into 2022. But you guys have a great day tomorrow. Today, we will see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.